Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 48 of the Genesis Gems Podcast. I am one of the co-hosts, Nick Stevens. With me this time is... Aaron. Hey, how's it going, guys? Landon. Hey, how's it going, everybody? You know here. they can't actually hear us, right? They can't hear us. They can't hear us? I mean, we're, we're talking to people. We're talking to our <laughs> listeners out there, but I don't think they can respond when we say, hey, how's it going? We have to wait. Well, they may send an email back, you know. Okay. Like, hey, how's it going? Five weeks later. <laughs> hey, pretty good. I was doing great five weeks ago. <laughs> Until you played this game. That's right. Heavy. And then my life changed. Chevy oh. Nova. Goof. <laughs> Excellent. Seems like that's the only enjoyment I've got out of this game is remembering the Turtles movie. But... <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that's a great movie. Why don't we talk about that instead? Yeah, let's just make this an episode of the Turtle Flakes. There we go. Yeah. I'll, se- yeah. I'll second and third that. <laughs> hey, this is Turtle Flakes with your host, uh, not Rob and not Josh. That's right. <laughs> not Rob, not Josh. Where are those hosts at? They're supposed to be on this podcast. I don't know. We invite them. And I know Rob just kind of decided he wasn't going to answer any of the text about this one. <laughs> Actually, Rob, <laughs> out of nowhere, and maybe you're going to mention this. I was so surprised. He just posted a video in our Genesis Gems group uh, of a special Genesis Gem tribute. Yeah. Thank you for being a gem. Yeah. Thank you for being a gem. It's pretty good. He sent me that song a few weeks ago. And <laughs> I told him it'd be cool if he could write a song for that. Something about it being good and something about this game being garbage. And you could play it right after the, or, you know, right after the conclusion of our ranking. So, but you know, apparently that song probably won't play on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have a song just for for uh, terrible games. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, about some robot in this game. Um, there was this book I read. It was called Artificial Intelligence. It was written by a lady named Android. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Like that. That's one of those ones where it's like it's so dumb that you have to. Like, your brain doesn't want to process it. It, like, refuses. I just... I got got lots of jokes this time, because I didn't know what else to do. It's like, (laughs) I played the game, but, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) All right, y'all. If you would like to connect with us, check us out on our website at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash genesisgemspodcast. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash genesisgems. I've been getting a lot of like fake profile requests. And it's oh, kind of, yeah. Kind of annoying me, but anyways. Probably Nintendo fans. Nintendo fans. <laughs> you know, people with weird names, but anyways. Send us an like, email. Uh, Steven and... Um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. <laughs> Stephen Michael, Stephen Troll. I mean Stephen Michael. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's fun. I like it. He's all right. He's all right. He's not the he's, worst. He's playful. He's like, not that bad. Hey, I was on two dudes. Also, I was on two dudes uh, podcast last week, and I told them to their to their uh, video face that they're the worst. So I just thought y'all would appreciate that. So you guys are the worst. I do. I just made my night. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. Check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, and we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. Com. All right. I don't have any listener business, no new email, uh, no new iTunes reviews that I'm aware of. I checked a couple of days ago, so if someone posted it between then and now, I'll read it next time. Uh, so I guess we can go right into Sega Snippets. 
Test one, two. Sega. Now it's time for Sega Snippets. Something interesting I've been playing lately. Uh, I say interesting. I started off really, really liking it. It's kind of worn out on me. Uh, y'all ever played Dragon's Crown? It came out on the Vita, and it was also on um, PlayStation 3. Atlas made yeah, it. Yeah, it's got the, um, the the jiggle physics, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a nice way to put that? I don't know. That game, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, they really, the, the assets in that game, they went really <laughs> heavy on the assets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. The art style is really cool. Then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, that's inappropriate. Like, whoa. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's like, when, when when I played it, it was like back when I was married and my kids were around. I'm like, I can't play this around my kids. This is just too embarrassing. <laughs> well, so the reason I bring it up, you know, Atlas made it, which Sega owns now. So I feel like I can talk about it. Um, I didn't realize Vanillaware made this game, which if, for those of you who aren't familiar with Vanillaware, uh, Vanillaware made Odin Sphere, Demon Blade, uh, Miramasa. Princess Crown. And Princess on, Crown, uh, exactly. Six, six, Saturn. Yeah. So... Um, after I found that out, I was like, man, I gotta play this game because I love Demon Blade, love Odin Sphere. I've actually never played Princess Crown, but I, I looked it up a little bit after this. But um, it's a good hack and slash. Uh, it's got some action RPG elements to it. But uh, after about eight hours, man, I got burnt out. Um, it's kind of the same game over and over again, in my opinion. You do level up. You, you do- probably have to play it with like multiple people, don't you? I think you like unlock a two-player mode or something like that. I think like you, online multiplayer. Yeah, it's further you get in the game, you open up like a stable with like all these horses, and there was some option in there where you could play multiplayer. But uh, I just I don't Wait, know. Is this Christmas ponytail? What is this? Christmas <laughs> <laughs> stable. <laughs> That's a great game. But uh, right. so I, I kind of put it down. I'll probably go back to it, but um, I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of Golden Axe in some ways because you can actually jump on some animals' backs and things like that. But um, one of my biggest gripes about the game is. Whenever you have like a party with you and you're starting to fight like any kind of bad guys, again it's a hack and slash type beat 'em up. There's just so much going on. I couldn't tell where my guy was half the time. He'd drop his sword and I didn't even realize he dropped it. And a little chaotic for me, but uh, I did like it. I think I'll go back to it. But um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that. Any Vita, it was really good on Vita. I tried it on PS3 and didn't quite keep my attention. But um, yeah, that's my Sega snippet. It's probably a good um, good mobile mobile game. Absolutely. I can hear you there. Uh, one for me, I posted this in the group, but I don't know if you guys have seen that. I think it's called the four core, um, that retro gaming yeah. system yeah. that conspicuously looks like a model one Sega Genesis mixed with a Sony PlayStation. <laughs> it's like they, they got the, the molding and shape of the model one Sega Genesis. And then it's like the color of a PlayStation one. And what it does is uh, it apparently uh, allows you to play up to 27 different retro gaming systems, including the Sega Genesis, of course. Uh, and I think it allows three controllers via USB. Uh, and then it also, I think it's something crazy like 4K support. But I don't know exactly what hardware is in this, um, but what someone posted in our group, they said it's probably just a retro pie. Or a retro Pi setup. Uh, so it's a Raspberry Pi, which is a Linux-based um, operating system on a very small credit card-sized chip. Um, I think an ARM processor. So, you know, now that we're in 2016, like, this technology is just advancing very quickly and at a very cost-effective 
uh, manner. It's not something that could have been put out, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So it's really cool to see stuff like this. Um, and you can, there's an SD card where you can load your own games. Now, like legality of it, uh, I'm not so sure because like they, <laughs> their advertisement video is like showing all these games you can play that, of course, they don't actually have the rights for people to play. But uh, that's kind of another another story. Uh, but I think it's pretty cool that uh, it's out there. Uh, it's on Indiegogo right now. Apparently, it made ten times its initial goal. You know, I was trying to think if I if I had any uh, anything else Sega related, and uh, you know, not really. I did get to talk a little bit of Sega Genesis uh, with my brother Gordon when I got to hang out with him a little bit. And uh, hey, he joined well, the group. He joined the group, didn't he? He joined the group. Hey. Yeah, hey. and he actually uh, he posted a question in an upcoming segment, which you will hear on this podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Foreshadowing. It's not a segue. It's foreshadowing because we still have Landon here. <laughs> Landon, I didn't forget about you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. Uh, well, let's see. What have I been up to, Sega? I made a personal goal to try to beat Sonic the Hedgehog one before the end of the year, and I'm failing miserably at that. I made oh. it to Spring Yard. I made it to Spring Yard Zone the other day for the first time, and gosh, forever, and it totally kicked my butt. <laughs> Been Sounds doing that, uh, Spring Yard Zone, and I've been playing off and on, and I know the, the legal part of this is kind of blurred, but I've been playing Snatcher on Sega CD. The Oh, yes. Great game. That game is awesome. It's like one of my top five favorite games of all time. And if you've never played it, it's kind of like Blade Runner in a way. It borrows a lot of the like cyberpunk and uh, solving mysteries. You know, the, the premise of Snatcher is... Uh, in the future, there are these robots that can impersonate people nearly to a T with uh, artificial skin and blood and muscles. And what, they, what they're what they doing, you find out, is they're kidnapping people and murdering them and then replacing them in society. And it's this whole big plot that goes on later on. And I'm, I think on out of, out of the three acts, I think I just finished act one up the other day and I'm starting act two now. Yeah, in the um, the original release, there were only two acts. The game actually ended on a cliffhanger. So it's only in the re-release that they put out on Sega CD and I think um, the PC Engine CD in Japan. Uh, only in like future re-releases did they actually add a, a third act. Because I, I don't know if they just ra- ran out of budget or space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the original game didn't even have a third act. Wow. It's a pretty cool game, but from what I've been seeing, like on eBay, it it goes for a pretty penny. I mean, it's it's up there in value, but I mean, if you've got the money, it's definitely worth it. It's a it's a really good game, I think. If you really like uh, mysteries and trying to solve crimes and just you know games with good atmosphere and good music, that's one to check out definitely. And it has justifier support, so if you have a uh, blue or pink light gun laying around, the game actually uses it. But uh, I prefer using a controller on those gun segments anyway. Yeah, those gun segments are really fun, too. Like, I thought, oh, this is just going to be kind of like a little tacked-on minigame. But they're really fun. I really enjoy those. And you really only have to do it like, sorry, I'm eating dinner at the same time here. It's a great <laughs> idea while you're doing a podcast. I really recommend it. Um, <laughs> so there's like, there's really only, there's like a whole big training segment to get acclimated to the whole gun thing. And then throughout the game, I think you only really have to do the gun segment like 
maybe three times in the whole game. <laughs> it's hilarious. Did uh, Konami, but, uh, Konami make that game? Yeah, it was uh, Hideo Kojima, actually, yeah. who directed it. And you can tell it's definitely his style. And there's so many uh, references to things like Metal Gear uh, and even Rocket Knight Adventures. When you go to uh, the Outer Heaven, Metal Gear yeah. reference, yeah. Uh, when you go to the club, and they have all sorts of like Konami characters, people in Masquerade uh, dress up as these different famous Konami characters. Pretty cool. I think one of the one of the groups there is Simon Belmont and Dracula are at the bar like having a drink together in that place. <laughs> it's really cool. I laughed when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Makes you wonder if uh, you know Kojima is going to make Snatcher Part Two, you know, for Sony now that he works for them. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, it would be cool if he did, but yeah, that's definitely a Konami property. Yeah, and I, I, I think he's. Doing, I mean, he's they would probably just—he's doing something with Norman Reedus, right? Kind of the Silent yeah, Hill spinoff thing. Yeah, and well, not not a spinoff, say, but uh, it definitely something along the same veins of a you know a cinematic type game. But like uh, with Snatcher, I mean, that story kind of wrapped up pretty well. There was a. Uh, kind of a prequel that was made that was like a radio drama um, that was put out by Suda51 um, that's actually been, I think it's been translated or it has like subtitles now so you can go check that out, I think on YouTube actually um, and uh, starring Landon would know this character Jean-Jacques Gibson <laughs> Yep, Jean-Jacques and his daughter Jean-Jacques, <laughs> yeah. Katrina I always thought he had the weirdest name. I'm like, he's got like a several nationalities in his name, like Jean-Jacques Gibson. Yeah. Well, Gibson is, I, I think Gibson is a clear reference to William Gibson uh, because of the whole cyberpunk thing. And um, William Gibson wrote uh, Neuromancer. So, I mean, I can kind of see that. But I don't know where, where the Jean-Jacques comes from. Poor Jean-Jacques, though. If you've if you've played the game, he, he meets a pretty, pretty bad end. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's like I remember um, I had an EGM, and um, that was when I'm like I knew I wanted to play the game because like it was I think it was EGM. Like I opened up the EGM and like that was like the goriest picture I'd seen in a video <laughs> game magazine. I was like, oh wow! And then like you see another picture of like the main character whose name is Gillian. Uh, he's like got a gun pointed in some kid's mouth. You're like, man, what's up with this game? It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I definitely wanted to play that game. And I, I played it and beat that game. I think I was all of like, it was one of the first games I ever beat. I think I was eight or nine. It's definitely a mature <laughs> game for me. I think I grew a beard while I was playing it. <laughs> Dude, I can believe it. That There is some pretty, uh, some pretty mature subject matter in that for sure. Yeah. And they toned it down a little bit for American audiences. I, I, they did. I mean, because that's a whole other story as far as like, the differences between like ages and things between Japan and America. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But cool, man. You've got to finish it. It's got uh, a great twist ending. And I don't know if you've ever beaten it all the way through. No, I haven't. This is my first playthrough of it. And I'm at the end of uh, act one. And well, if you want to talk to someone about it, man, <laughs> it's going to be like a book club. We're like, where are you, man? Where are you? I want to hear. I want to know. I want to know. And after seeing that, it kind of got me interested in wanting to play uh, Police Knots, too. Like, trying oh, yeah. to find a Police translated Knots version is, of that to play. Yeah, there is. Uh, PlayStation and Saturn now. Either oh, one, cool. uh, there's a translated uh, version of that out there. Um, 
just I, I've beaten both games. I will just tell you that I think Snatcher is personally a better has a better story. Um, but Police Knots is still a lot of fun. Cool. And you get to run into Meryl, which is weird. Oh, cool. Yeah, Meryl, from, who would later be in Metal Gear, is in that game. But it's a different Meryl. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, that's not too much of a tangent, because I said the words Sega and Saturn. So uh, it's still that's Sega related. Right. Got it. That's a snippet. That's right. <laughs> I guess. Well, with that, we can go right to Ask Aaron. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions. It's okay. He will answer them if he wants. You got some questions? He's got some answers. Ask away. Woo! Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Is this thing on? Hey, this is Ask Aaron, and I'm Aaron. Uh, here we go. So, Steve and Michael, right out of the gate. Ooh. Our first poster and our best known troll. Uh, <laughs> why is it that you. He said, uh, Why is it that if you add. 1 plus 2 plus 3 to infinity that the sum is negative I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> he's saying why is the sum negative uh, 1 over 12 or negative 1 12? Well, Steven, you see if you had been playing on a Sega Genesis growing up, you wouldn't ask me that question. <laughs> You'd ask a serious question. <laughs> Not one of those uh, fake Nintendo questions that you learn off of uh, Donkey Kong Jr. math or something. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. All right. So so Matt Daly asked, why do games like Heavy... (laughs) I love this question. Why do games like Heavy Nova have to exist? Um, You know, it's like... It's kind of like Batman. It's kind of like how... You know, you've got to have um, a, a really good character, and then you've got to have a really evil character, right? Like, Joker is, like, the evil. He's, like, the antithesis uh, of Batman. And so I think with Heavy Nova, Heavy Nova is, like, the antithesis of every single good or even mediocre, just every other game on the Sega Genesis, okay? Everything that's good in the world. <laughs> that's right. Everything that's good. You know, Heavy Nova's like, down here, and Mother Teresa's, like, up here. So... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Uh, so, Christopher, uh, I'm trying not to butcher your guys' names. Uh, and I apologize. Uh, we had one listener. I think his last name was uh, Wayner. And I totally butchered his last name, and I apologize. Uh, so, Christopher Murad uh, asks, have you beat the first stage of Truxton? I will be completely honest. I have not. <laughs> I have not beat the first stage of Truxton. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think. Maybe I have, but I've only ever played it in emulation. I never got to play that game growing up. Uh, there, I will say there are a lot of great shooters um, on the Sega Genesis, like Truxton and, and Musha, obviously. So it's one I want to go back and see if I can beat. I think what you're insinuating, though, is that it's a really tough game, um, and I believe it. So my brother Gordon Hickman asks, how many NES games constitute a crap ton? Uh, how many SNES games? <laughs> how many Genesis games? And last but not least, how many Wii games? Um, and, and we had a conversation about this after he asked the question, um, and I didn't want to give him an answer right there exactly. 
But I asked him to kind of clarify the question. And I think what he, what he was more trying to ask is, he was actually trying to ask how much shovelware do you think are on these systems comparatively? And I would say that the Sega Genesis has a, well, definitely has a lower amount of shovelware. Uh, you know, we'll just not talk about Heavy Nova. Um, <laughs> then the Wii, obviously, because the Wii, I mean, just like, that thing printed money, so everyone was trying to just put out whatever. They were just spewing it out. It was crap. Uh, and then with the NES, you know, you had a ton of great games on there. Uh, you did have good games. Um, unfortunately, two dudes in the nest never cover them. They're always just covering, you know, Deadly Towers and Raid on Bungling Bay. But that's another story. <laughs> Urban Champion. Their greatest hits. Yep, yep. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, but yeah, so like, I think every system has its good and bad games. Um, but if you look at the amount of games released on systems, it seems like with the N- Nintendo systems, more games in general just got released. So if you're just talking about you know proportions here, then of course it means those those systems are just going to have more bad games overall. Uh, I mean, you found that with SNES games, there's a lot more edutainment titles that are just not any good just look at captain novelin look or look at the like the uh the <laughs> exercise games like the speed racer one uh, and the uh there's like a mountain biking one they're just bad games uh, and you know genesis had stupid stuff too like you know you had the the activator which someone's going to come back and defend uh, but i just think overall the genesis had a pretty solid library um, and even when games weren't good on Genesis, I think the quality control meant that at least they were mediocre and they weren't always terrible. <laughs> I, I just feel like there were more terrible games on the NES and Super Nintendo. I, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Crickets? You're correct. Anybody? Okay. Whew. <laughs> ah. I had a pang in my heart for a minute there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so let's see here. So moving on here. Um, hope that was a good enough long-winded answer. Uh, Gabe asks, is that Kevin Arnold's brother? Uh, so I think he's talking about the picture of me uh, where I do kind of look like Kevin Arnold's brother from Wonder Years. So um, I will just say no comment. And is that, is that Wayne? send all Wayne? royalty checks. Yeah, it was Wayne. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. So I guess that also means that... Uh, I'm Marilyn Manson because you guys remember that rumor? Oh yeah, Paul Paul Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. like him. He really did look like him. But... He did. Until they put on the makeup. Love that. <laughs> Love that move show. That's such a good show. Yeah. All right. So uh, Nick Mellon asks, "What's your favorite game you discussed on Genesis Gems?" Um. Yeah, man, that's really tricky, but it's kind of a. Um, I think it's a toss-up between, between um, Gunstar Heroes and maybe Shadowrun for me. There's been some also, uh, there's been some great games we talked about though. Uh, but those are the ones that like uh, immediately come to mind, and I think it's just because they're the ones I've spent the most hours playing, um, whether it be on my Sega Genesis growing up or on my Sega Nomad. Uh, I just sunk a ton of time into both of those. And, and Gunstar Heroes, I just don't think there are many better two-player experiences on the system. Uh, grab a buddy, play that game, and you will be guaranteed to have a blast. Uh, as far as favorite games we haven't on the, had on the show yet, uh, 
you know, I feel like that would be a little bit of a spoiler because there's just so many great games yet for us to cover <laughs> yeah. uh, that are not named Heavy Nova. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, but, you know, just a, like the obvious ones are like the Sonic games, uh, the Shining Force games, basically anything that starts with an S, right? Starflight. Um <laughs> Fancy Star series. Uh, I mean, we'll get it. the problem with us covering games like that, though, is we really have to research uh, and play them a bit more uh, because those are lengthy games. Um, I'd also add like Toe Jam and Earl, uh, just some great stuff there. And there are definitely a lot of uh, lesser known great titles, like the someone mentioned Truxton. Uh, there's a lot of shoot 'em ups, and we've only covered like one shoot 'em up on this show yep. i think uh, philios so um if anyone wants to donate their very expensive copies of these games to us uh <laughs> just send them to uh it's nine thousand i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm not you don't have to send them. Them. <laughs> that's right <laughs> just uh you know we'll, we'll donate them to the human fund there you go it didn't seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> all right so daniel Tolan, he just had a one-word question and I think it was a game that we were actually going to cover at one point, or it was like a listener pick. It was Green Dog, which I think was it was one of Sega's attempt at having a mascot before Sonic came out. It was that weird time between '89 and I think 19 what 1991 um, when Sonic came out, uh, when they were trying out different characters. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting game, but it's not the best. So Dom Reno asked. Did you ever play Master of Monsters? I have never played a game called Mom. I've not. Mom. That's a good mom. Yeah, it's that's Mom. Cool, cool uh, no, it's uh, it is a cool acronym. Uh, I knew there was a sequel. I think there was a sequel on like uh, PlayStation, um, if I remember right. But I think it's like a series actually. I have never played that game, but I think it had a pretty cool concept, if I remember right. Um. So Jared Adams asked, what is the first Genesis game you remember buying with your own money, and did you like it? Man, that's a good question. Uh, I didn't... I got an allowance. I'm trying to remember. I got an allowance. I remember buying Herzog's Way with my own money, and that is one of the best games on the system. Um, I bought it from Kmart, of all places. <laughs> they had it used, and so it was really cheap. Um... But that that's one that really springs to mind. I can't think of a lot of other ones. Um, there was uh, a lot of times we would get used Sega Genesis games. My brother Gordon actually worked at Hollywood Video, so he'd get us deals. And so uh, they had a bunch of used Sega Genesis games there. And so with my allowance, I, I remember buying a few there. Uh, but I could not tell you any other games off the top of my head. Um, maybe the Genesis 6-pack? Maybe. Um, but I don't want to lie to you. Uh, Gabe asked again. Gabe, come on, man. You can't ask multiple questions. That's all right. Uh, rules his, his, down. Ask that's Aaron right. Got to lay down the, the gavel. Uh, no, that's all right. His first question is kind of a joke question. Um, Gabe asked, what's your favorite Sonic game? Mine is for sure Sonic 2. Uh, and I'm not so much a fan of 3, which kind of surprised me because 3 is, it, I think it's pretty good. Uh, my favorite Sonic game, music-wise, is probably Sonic CD. Gameplay-wise, is honestly, yet 
I'd probably go with Sonic 2 just because I have the most nostalgia for it. Yeah, it's it's the one that really hit me the most as a child, especially with like the advertising uh, and just it was everywhere. It's the game I remember the most. And so it's the one I connected the most with. And I remember spending just hours sitting on the sound test, listening to the music um, and also the, the two player mode. Uh, I just felt like it was the complete package. So uh, Sean Robinson asks, Aaron, over the years, there have been many Sonic the Hedgehog branded foods. With that in mind, have you tried the SpaghettiOs? Yes. Ice cream on a stick? No. Uh, or the gummy bears? No. Uh, so that answer's right there. Uh, how many Sonic gummies could you fit in your mouth at once? Um, man, this is a multi-tiered question here. And the answer is uh, as many as it takes. I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> uh, and it says, if Sonic the Hedgehog can get the gummy bear treatment... Which other classic Sega franchises should have gummy counterparts and why? Um, I would say... Ooh, let me see. I think Vector Man. Because, like, isn't he made out of, like, a bunch of, like... It could be, like, gumballs, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Jawbreakers yeah. or something. Yeah, like, they're all, like, <laughs> green Vector Man jawbreakers. So maybe not gummy bears, but... Uh, or gummies. Could work. Um... But that and Toe Jam and Earl, you know, especially a Toe Jam flavored one, that would be great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so finally, Nick DeMarco, our good pal Nick uh, from the Genesis Gems Dungeon and writer extraordinaire. Uh, he actually did, by the way, he reviewed Heavy Nova on our website, so go check it out. Uh, Nick said, first off, some advice. Sleep punching doesn't suit you, Aaron. He's referring to my picture where I look like I'm punching myself in the face. Uh, <laughs> secondly, while games like Contra Hardcores, and I'm not going to say Hard Corpse, it's Hard Cores, okay? Uh, and Castlevania Bloodlines are popular Konami ports to the Genesis. What other Konami classics would you have liked to have seen appear on the Genesis? Ooh, good question. Um... I mean, outside of uh, I, I'd, I would definitely go with like a port of Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two. How about that? Hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? Metal Gear Two on the MSX. That was a great game. I played through that whole game. It, the graphics on there kind of remind me, and the music actually reminds me of something that could be produced on a Sega Genesis. I'm always a little remiss that Metal Gear didn't end up on a 16-bit system. Yeah. Um, so for me. Metal Gear would have been great on the Sega Genesis or the Sega CD with the same level of quality voice acting um, that Snatcher enjoyed. I think that could have been the Metal Gear Solid of its time. So I would have to give it up for Metal Gear. Um, I'd also say the arcade version of Bucky O'Hare was a blast, and I think that would have looked great um, on the Sega Genesis. And there were some other uh, Konami games, you know, arcade ports. I'm trying to think of uh, um, games that ended up on SNES, uh, like Metal Warriors was a good title. Uh, but I think that was just Konami published. I think LucasArts actually made that. But, yeah, I mean, if you guys can think of any other ones, Metal Gear is the one that, that really springs to mind for me for some reason. Because uh, that's their biggest... That was one of their... Well biggest franchises now but uh it would have been cool and that is the last question that wraps it up for ask aaron 
So thank you guys. Uh, and just keep your questions coming and I will do my best to answer them. Awesome. You got questions, he's got answers. Ask Aaron. All right. right. They're not always going to be what you like, but, uh, you know, (laughs) I answer them anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, with that, let's, uh, let's go welcome to our doom, right? That's a different game. Welcome to your doom. It's a little bit more appropriate for this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, let's do this. Uh, game on, Aaron. Game on. Game on, Landon. Game on. Game on! Yeah, game on! Sega! All right, Heavy Nova. You know, I, I, one of the first things I always write down here is memories. And uh, beside memories, I wrote, any memories? I said, no, my parents love me. Had <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I know, I, I, I briefly played this game. Um, honestly, I played it for like 10 seconds and didn't really even give it a chance. I'll be honest with that. When I was, you know, many years ago when I was going through like every Genesis game in a library I've never played. Just kind of in an emulator <laughs> version. But um, I remember turned it on for a little bit and thinking the intro was pretty cool you know i thought it was gonna be like it was actually really good yeah i I was surprised how that intro is compared to the rest of the yeah exactly and then the intro you know that the the head kind of like oh that kind of looks like samus maybe this is gonna be like a like a space game maybe it's a shoot 'em up i don't know and uh, that cool like vertical base thing going on i thought that was neat and of course you know i popped it in and thought oh this is a little slow i don't want to play this right now i thought maybe one day i'll get back to that but uh and you know what your instinct was right. It was right. Had you, but had, had, did you guys play this game at all before we had this show? No, I had not. Um, I had heard only bad things about this and stayed away from it because of that. Uh, for me, I, I apparently have repressed memories of this game because I talked to my brother Gordon and he said, yeah, we rented that game once. And he said, I don't remember anything particularly bad about it. Uh, he just said, I just remember we rented it. So apparently I repressed that memory. <laughs> uh, I do remember us renting the sequel though on Sega CD uh, called uh, Black Hole Assault. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, that sounds like never... that sounds like what happens after you eat Taco Bell. Blast process, Black Hole Assault, man. <laughs> One in the same. No, the best part, <laughs> honestly, the best part of uh, the sequel was the fact that you could unlock Pong in the game. I thought that was the coolest thing when I was a kid, and yeah. that was more memorable than the entire game for me. I watched it. I watched, uh, I watched a few playthroughs of that while we were getting ready for this. That was, it looks better. It does. It looks better, but it's still janky. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go right into this. It was published and developed, or published by Micronet, um, who also published some pretty good games, believe it or not. Um, Flicky, which I love that game, was published by Micronet, and um, this game didn't get the best ratings in the world. It's one of those weird, obscure sport games that I love for the Super Nintendo, but it was uh, Riddick Bow Boxing. Did you guys ever play that Super oh, Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I love Riddick Bow Boxing. I did too. Was yeah. that the one where like you could go train and, um, I don't know, it had like, a pretty extensive training yeah, mode? Yeah, it, it was pretty much a direct ripoff of uh, Vander Holyfield Boxing and the Greatest Heavyweights on, on the Genesis, but it had, yeah. a, had a more cartoony-looking <laughs> characters. And I, mm-hmm. I, w- I will have to admit, the, the Super Nintendo controller four-button layout was a little easier to play the game on. I will say that. Shouldn't. Ooh, but, controversy. Um, yeah, but I thought, man, that's, <laughs> there's some decent games here. But uh, the game, this Heavy Nova was developed by Holocronet, uh, which I couldn't find anything else on. They either you know, got fired or jumped off a cliff. I'm not sure which one. 
<laughs> that was me. Well, did, did you notice? Um, did you know this was actually a port? Yeah. X sixty eight thousand yes. actually. I know, I know they made it on Sega CD too, right? After this. Yeah, yeah. There is ported to Sega CD. Um, but I was watching gameplay footage of the X sixty eight thousand version, which is a Japanese computer, uh, very powerful at the time. Uh, the gameplay is actually smoother. Still wasn't a great game, but it it wasn't like choppy. Like you were watching and uh, you were trying to watch a, a movie on the internet in 1999. <laughs> it wasn't like that choppy. Um, this game was released on December 2nd of 1991. It was composed by Toshimasa Hijima, um, who worked on other masterpieces like Black Hole Assault. <laughs> And, uh, I will say the music is not is definitely not the worst aspect no, of the game. Definitely not. It's no. it's better than uh, another fighting game we covered uh, <laughs> a few episodes ago. Man, it's a good fighting games here. Uh, the average price for this it's uh, going for seven dollars ninety seven cents loose and complete. It's going for nine dollars ninety six cents. So save your money. <laughs> All right, the story. I'm gonna read this real quick. The, the story was kind of interesting. It's uh, this comes right from Moby if Games. You want to play with dolls? Exactly. <laughs> it says, uh, in an era of frequent alien attacks, the Earth has, unif- has a unified government which relies on a line of cyborgs known as the Heavy Dolls for defense. The greatest of these are known as the Heavy Nova, a title earned by passing a rigorous training regime. Regime. You are taking on the simulated proving grounds, which are split into two styles of alternating action. In the first, you must progress initially purely horizontally, though later with vertical flick scrolling as well, through a hostile environment of enemies, bombs, traps, and gaining points for doing it quickly and with lots of energy left. Initially, you can fly and kick as needed. Once this section is complete, you move on to a one-on-one combat of the Street Fighter II style. The early fo- <laughs> No, sorry, I don't know That's why That's a nice joke wow. there. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Moby Games. <laughs> that was generous. The early, foes, wow. the early foes have far less energy than you begin with. As you progress through the game, you are awarded extra attacking moves in a manner similar to Brutal Paws of Fury. Yeah, I think they just had to say other games there to. Oh jeez. You know what? I think what's going to happen is we're going to end up covering every bad fighting game on the Genesis before we even start talking about Street Fighter 2 or Mortal Kombat. I think that's what's going to happen. That's all right. We're, we're... Or even Eternal Champions. We're kind of working our way up. Yeah, yeah. So Shaq Fu's next. Yeah, Shaq Fu, <laughs> and then Brutal, and then maybe Power Moves, and uh, you know. And, well, not Master Monsters. That uh, battle was it a battle arena or battle clash? I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it's just, do you guys remember that one? I really it was some really weak uh, monster fighting game. It wasn't like the King of Monsters type stuff, was it? No, no, okay. it wasn't that. Okay, I was thinking. I don't know what that is. Though. No, was this a, was an earlier one. There was a Clay Fighter for Genesis, wasn't there? Yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Clay <laughs> Fighter is I, not I got that one. No, not at all. It's pretty bad. No spoilers, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, you yeah, digging into this game, um, the genre is garbage. I mean, it's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the as far as the controls go, um, they're really bad, and <laughs> but, uh, you you do move left or right, and sometimes you can't really move left when you push left, vice versa. A is the do a jab, and you kind of pivot your little foot at the same time, and B is a kick, and C does nothing. I don't know why. C do anything for you guys? Um, I think that's a button you press if you want to blow yourself up. That's what I was hoping. It's like self self destruct. Um, oh man, mine didn't work. Yeah. 
And, no, and... I think it's a two-button game because I think the original game, um, kind of like when they did, did like Amiga ports and stuff, um, you had limited buttons. And so, or like when we were talking about uh, Slaughter Sport, where it's like they decided not to make it a three-button game uh, because the X68000, uh, the controllers only had two buttons. Yeah, and then you can kind of fly, you know, jetpacks by holding up and hitting left or right. And I just found this out about 10 minutes ago. You can uh, dash if you hold down, you know, hit like left, left, or right, right, and hold it down. Kind of does like a little dash move, which I didn't figure out till about 10 minutes ago. So there you go. The dash isn't real good. I didn't like it. I couldn't hit anybody with it. And like, I couldn't hit anybody, in period. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I even won any of the one on one fights is like I would get like, I would actually like jump inside of the character, which doesn't make any sense, and just like kind of jab them <laughs> until they slowly moved away from me. I couldn't jab him anymore, and then I would just jump away and jump back in and do it again. It was so much fun. Well, there, there's ostensibly a move list. I think if we looked at the manual, this game goes a little deeper than maybe we give it credit for. But the problem is, again, like Slaughter Sport, a similar thing is it's really hard to tell what all the move sets are, are going to be. And this game has a weird system where you level up different moves. Uh, as you progress through the game, which sounds good on paper, but it's not great in execution when you can't even land a single hit. True. I did somehow, I was fighting the second boss who looks just like you, and uh, I was hitting A and B at the same time, and I was doing like a power bomb type move. That was kind of cool. I don't really remember if I was doing it right. I just hit A and B a bunch of times, and it would sometimes work. Oh no, Michael Kelso's trying to call me. Is he, <laughs> call, is he calling right now? Yeah, I'm trying, trying to add him to the call. Okay. Hello. And if this podcast couldn't get any worse, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Kelso from Two Dudes in an S. What's up, fellas? <laughs> the reason for the season. <laughs> What's up, Mike? Hey. Uh, hey, how you liking that uh, game? You played it yet? We decided just not to play it. Talk oh. about how bad it is now, kid. Yeah, it's pretty awful. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I think it's pretty great, actually. Have you gotten to the gyms <laughs> part yet? The gyms, no. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I'll just go ahead and uh, give you my my opinion. I think it's Jim for sure. I mean, I think it, uh, if anything, uh, it exemplifies everything that Sega is and Sega does. And I just think for that, it needs to be a Jim. Wow. And that's why I decided I would vote and uh, put that up there for you guys. Well, we appreciate you because uh, <laughs> apparently you were the only one to give it a Jim. Oh, really? Wow. That's kind of a shocker, really. This is the first game we've had that's unanimously bad, except for you. Huh. <laughs> you mean you don't you don't feel like it, it's it's just like every Sega game you play? I mean, it feels like every every one I play, it's all they're all kind of the same. They're all just like this game. What what, what game is this again? <laughs> this Streets of Rage. Oh, easy. <laughs> oh, first, low blow. First, you had Sean, yeah, definite, just absolutely slaughter that game, and now you're gonna talk about it. I was gonna say, were you gonna say defecate? I was gonna say defecate. Yeah. Desecrate. <laughs> he crapped all over it. <laughs> That was that was that was in the uncut version of this video. Oh jeez. Did that was that game actually working, Michael? Uh, was that no, a working I copy? Get to work. No, I couldn't get okay. it to work. I don't. And the, and the, the label's so all faded and stuff. Actually, all right, so I don't it, may, so it may have been a work. It may have been a working copy. Okay, well I'll make sure I uh, you know get a working copy of uh, Super Mario Brothers three. Oh. Or, you know, one of your favorite games on, on NES and uh, back <laughs> over it with the truck. Okay. All right. That's fine. If you break Heavy Nova, then my heart will probably be broken. Yeah. You can't do that. I, don't know, I, feel, uh, like, I feel like doing an angry video game nerd video with it. 
destroying it somehow in a unique way. Or I'll just throw it outside and forget about it completely. That sounds like a better idea. Yeah. Well, well I didn't like mean Jumanji. to. Uh... It could be Jumanji and someone else is going to come <laughs> along <laughs> and pick it up. And they're going to have the curse game. <laughs> Once you start. And it's going to be a new stuff. movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> hey, I have an achievement about The Rock. That's funny. See, I see what you did there. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to derail you guys too much. I just want to call in and uh, give you guys a hard time. No, that that was actually good because uh, we were running out of things to say about the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fine. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. We'll catch you guys later. All right. Talk ladies, to you later, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Michael Kelso, the worst. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Nice time. Also has left the building. He has left the building. <laughs> I just wanted to hear like a phone slam sound. <laughs> Bam. Uh, I get all nervous though. It's like it's like talking to the bully at school. You think about what you're gonna say and how you're gonna stand up for yourself. Then he gets on here and I'm just like, uh, uh. <laughs> like I'm Sherlock Holmes and I'm talking to Moriarty. I don't know what he's gonna say next. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Oh gosh, where were we uh, talking about this game being bad or? Uh, well, let's try and talk about the actual good points of this game before we tear it to shreds anymore. Um, so we said the intro, right? Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's a fighting game with a storyline is kind of unheard of, especially for the time period. So I give them points for that. Uh, I think there is. Isn't there? Are there like little cutscenes in the game? I can't remember. Um, sure. But I know there is a little bit of a story. Uh, yeah, I talked about there's there's a roster of moves you can do if I could figure out how to actually make them work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that you you alternate between um, action stages and then fighting one on one is pretty cool. Um, other games have done this. I think Mazen Saga did this uh, before this. Flying Warriors on NES, uh, actually a pretty decent little game, did this too. Um, but <laughs> That game is far better. <laughs> uh, and, it's, and it's on NES. What does that say? Oh, God. Uh, oh. But, uh, yeah, you know what? There, There is a two-player mode in this game. So if you have a friend that you really don't like <laughs> or an enemy that you really don't like, just, you know, invite them over. Um, and just tell them, you know, I'm just going to put in this game and see how it goes. Well, and, and let's be honest. When, when I was, when I heard about how bad this game was, I was looking at screenshots and I thought, you know, this can't be that bad. It looks kind of cool. It really doesn't look that bad. The graphics yeah. on it aren't bad and it's like, at I, all. I remember hearing a lot of crap about Cyborg Justice, and that game's pretty cool. I like playing that, and I thought maybe this is going to be kind of like Cyborg Justice, you know? You got some you know, decent little platforming stages, maybe a cool little boss fight, and... You know, I really like the concept. I'll give it that. That's if, if I want to be nice at all. You know, and some of the animations aren't too bad. You know, some of his kicks. He does a cool little spin kick on some of the one-on-one. Kind of like a, I don't know, half, I don't know. I don't know my martial art kicks real well. But it uh, looked pretty cool. You know, some of the, you know, there's a little bit of attention to detail when he jabs his little right foot pivots. Which, I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it is. <laughs> um, the animations are surprisingly uh, pretty decent in this game if, if they weren't really super slow. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like this or not, but if you go into the uh, options menu, which they call configuration, I guess because it's, you know, all about a robot, uh, you can pretty much pick any stage you want to play. You don't even have to beat anything. You can go right to the <laughs> last, you know, last <laughs> stage or the second one, you know, whatever. Can you go right to the off switch? <laughs> I did. <laughs> or is it, does it have like a X-Men troll moment? Here, just reset your game right here. Yeah. <laughs> The music wasn't totally bad either. I mean, it was oh, kind it was of like the a same catchy, editing, but it was 
It was. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd say out of the games we covered, it, it was better than uh, Last Battle, and it was yeah, definitely yeah. better than Slaughter Sport. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Did you notice how angry Heavy Nova was? You mean the face? Yeah, like some, the facial <laughs> someone kept pushing his buttons. I'm sure. Pretty. Oh. Angry. It's I not, walked right into that. It's not good when I'm the only one laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pity laugh. <laughs> well, there's another book written about robots. It's called All About Robots. Uh, it was written by Cy Borg. No. Oh. I got one for you. Did you hear about the guy who uh, who got cut on his left? He's all right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you get when you cross a robot and a tractor? I don't know. A transformer. <laughs> <laughs> Low clap for that one. <laughs> oh, there's one more. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. What did the man say to the dead robot? Well, I don't know. Rest in peace. <laughs> Metallica? Megadeth. Almost. Oh, Megadeth. <laughs> oh, edit that out. My credentials are gone. <laughs> Your credentials, yeah. It's no longer Ask Aaron. Right. Hey. Peace cells. All right. I don't have any more robot jokes. Sorry. He's buying. Yeah. <laughs> so where were we? Heavy Noah. Um, we're talking about this game, and and we're filling time here because there's really not much more to talk about this game. So uh, we can talk about the first time, like your actual experience of trying to get past the first enemy. Yeah. So. And then. Yeah, go for it. So, how, how far did you all get? Like, I, I did beat the second boss, and then after that, I couldn't get any further. Landon, did you get very much further than that? Or... Uh, I can't remember. I think I made it past the training. I made it to the fourth boss and got... Oh, man. Just got, got my head beat in after that. Much better than me. Man, um, I made it to the second area. Um, the, the problem is, you go through these action stages, and I use that term loosely, uh... <laughs> Because when you jump, it's almost unavoidable uh, to run into one of those mine things, uh, those enemies on the ground. Uh, yeah. Because this is the only game where when you jump, you tilt down at a weird angle. Uh, like, they, they didn't learn physics. Uh, never took physics class. So, like, <laughs> physics in this game are really weird. Uh, when you'd expect, a, you know, kind of an arc... It, it doesn't doesn't do that at all. So yeah, I did not make it past that. Um, my daughter tried to play it, and <laughs> while I was falling asleep on the couch while she was playing it, um, she decided to switch to another game. Thankfully, mercifully, <laughs> Thank yeah, that, that was probably the best call. And that's the it was. That's the funny thing because my kids actually played Slaughter Sport for at least five or ten minutes. They they tried this game out and they're like, no, daddy, no. Just, just immediately. Like that? It's this NES. I'll tell you, the levels don't get any better. They're, I don't know, they're just kind of bland, it seems like. They really the are. It's enemies. like, oh, you're in a factory. Oh, you're in a warehouse. Oh, you're in a warehouse factory. <laughs> Where they make warehouses. <laughs> and let's, let's, let's talk about this. Maybe I'm just confused. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Mmm, <laughs> taco. I know. They got those I'm new, in South uh, Texas. You gotta make those uh, good tacos. You probably get. They probably got like those good food trucks around you. Good tacos. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, let's see. We we got mm. we got Taco Bell. That's all we got. And that's not real tacos. And that's nothing to talk about. 
black hole assault. I still can't get over that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they call me. I know, and I laughed. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Love you too. No, they call these robots dolls. What's that about? Like, is that some kind of like robot lingo that I'm not familiar with? Or um, maybe it's because they're inanimate objects that only come to life because oh. humans make them. That actually, um, that actually maybe it's sense. like Pacific Rim. Are they actually? Are there people inside them, or are they uh, remote controlled? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can look at a better game to find out. <laughs> so, like Titanfall. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Titanfall podcast. <laughs> I've never played it, so I don't uh, No, I've only seen it in action. Um, but no, uh, yeah, with Heavy Note, I kind of wonder... Uh, well, they, they talk about, you know, you can attain the, with, like, the rank of Heavy Nova. Um, I mean, what's after Heavy Note? Mega Nova? Killer Nova? <laughs> Chevy, uh, Nova? Chevy Nova? Chevy Nova, <laughs> yes. Megaloda? Ultra Nova? <laughs> Nintendo 64 Nova. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're just <laughs> this is a this is a show, guys. <laughs> it's a fun show. Well, this kind of reminds me of like, well, there's a show called Abject Suffering where they forcibly uh, play really bad games, uh, but they probably do it better than we do because they're kind of trained professionals at this point. Uh, so yeah, you should check out that podcast uh, because I think. <laughs> Like that's all they cover on that show, and I think it's a spin-off of the Watch Out for Fireball show. Uh, it's not family friendly, but uh, if you can cover your kids' ears, uh, definitely recommend checking it out. Well, and I, I See, have... I'm already giving plugs to other shows, like in the middle of our show. That's how bad it is. Well, and, and every, every game we've called it, we've called garbage on this show. I've, I actually kind of. I don't want to say enjoyed, but I got some type of pleasure out of playing you get it. Some, you get some pity points. You yeah, do. Yeah, this, this game one. like has like it, it's literally the one redeemable point about the game ends like a minute into the game. <laughs> and and you know, Rob and I talk about this a lot, and we kind of share the same sentiment. I don't like trashing someone's art. You know, this was someone's art at one point, but it's, I mean, it just feels unplayable. The controls are unresponsive, and blah blah blah. And as much as I want to highlight the good points, I just I can't get much further than than the 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 concept of the game. Yeah, sounds awesome. <laughs> but other than you, that, what, can... is, what is the concept of, of robots fighting each other? Not awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they tried. Just, how do you screw tried. that up? <laughs> they tried. That's, that's all you can say is bless their hearts. They tried. Bless their hearts. Bless yeah. their little hearts. We're we're just too nice on this show. I think. <laughs> I always want to give everyone. I know. Because I, I I don't. I don't want to be a hipster and be like, this is the worst game ever, because that's what everyone says, but good grief, someone's right. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's a worst game uh, ever. Know, I don't know. We'll have yeah, to think, I we'll think that's that. still yet to come. I think there's at least one other game that's nearly as unplayable as this one. We already played it. It was Chester Cheetah. No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But it was, no, it was, it's, it's it pretty mi- mighty, mighty. Let's mighty, mighty. <laughs> it's mighty, mighty. Is it like Polly Pocket? Kind of like those tools. <laughs> yeah. I like Polly Pocket. <laughs> Did we drop too big of a hint there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, do people really okay. know what Polly Pocket is? If you do, then you're probably a 90s kid. That's right. And you and you got jealous of how cool those toys looked in there for girls, so you went and found the other guys. <laughs> toys. So, uh, I have a question for you, Nick. Uh, did you play this two-player? 
Yeah, my son and I did, and it was just like a fighting and game. And was it just as was it just as sluggish and slow? And yeah, could you pick different fighters? Oh, uh, it's a bad that I can't. Or did remember. it just uh, did did it automatically assign you two characters to I fight as? Feel like I could pick different fighters, but that may have been Slaughter Sport. I don't know. <laughs> I know Are we you did mixing these two obviously different fighting uh, games up. May have. <laughs> I feel really really bad because you know I usually come in with like a, a lot of knowledge of it. This is one where I'm kind of stumped as well. Like I, I have a few things I knew about the game. Um, I, I have a few repressed memories, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those ones where it's like, you know, I knew going into this, this would be a shorter show for us. Um, but at least I, I think I think we've made it entertaining. I hope so. Look. So I, I hope you guys listening out there uh, and gals, um, all two of you. Um, I hope you at least check this game out just to understand how bad it is. Yeah. Um, and also, if you can, go check out Classic Game Room. Uh, Lord Carnage yes, did yes. a great video yeah. on this game. And he breaks down exactly why this game does not work. Because um, he, he's kind of the same, same way we were, where it's like, you know what, I'm going to keep playing this game and see if it gets any better. Um, kind of like how, at least with Slaughter Sport, there was enemy variety, and you know you started getting different enemy patterns you had to learn. In this game, it's just, it's there's not much to it. Nice. It feels like half a game. Yeah, the the classic Action Fifty Two had better games. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, the the classic game room was was very good. Aaron's right on with that. I did like the fact, uh, I know later on, like in the levels where they were trying to add some variety, they have experience boxes that you can pick up that like teach you new moves, apparently. Like somehow they unlock new moves or something that says, hey, you've picked up an experience point. This move, this move, and this move have been unlocked. But then like you probably, you probably just need the manual to figure out those moves. Yeah. Because it's not very obvious. And I think any game that locks away fighting moves in this type of game is just kind of asking for trouble. Yeah. Where it's like you feel like you're already fighting with one hand tied behind your back <laughs> and you're maybe hopping around on one foot. <laughs> That's how I feel playing this game. And then like you guys didn't even mention the whole thing where your stamina, if it gets below a certain point, you can't hit. Oh. You have to wait until your stamina... Yeah, okay. and then you have to wait that. around until your stamina picks back up. And, and is that why, like, when you're fighting and you you get hit and you just lay on the ground? I swear I, I was on the ground for five minutes at one time. I literally got yeah. up and went and got me a cup of coffee <laughs> and came back, and he was still laying on the ground. Yeah. Okay. I thought I went and made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. When it got to that point, I would just let peanut him kill butter. me or reset it. <laughs> kill peanut me. butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I, f I feel like I wrote down a lot of stuff, and I think I already talked about it all. Do you have the manual handy? Was there something we missed? Was there anything cool like on the back of the box? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it could have been. Do you know this was released on Sega CD, but only in Japan? Yeah. And uh, the intro music is actually really interesting. It's not bad. It's pretty catchy. It's got these. Like a Japanese singer, uh, it's 
it almost sounds almost like an anime intro. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's really just the same game, uh, but on Sega CD. Like they did nothing to change it at all. Hmm. Uh, so kudos. I wonder why they didn't bring <laughs> it over here. Hmm. 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 I'm trying to look at the box art now. Um, eight, eight megabit memory. Hey, hey. Hey there. <laughs> yeah, I have like I have I bought the cartridge, of course, and the the cartridge itself doesn't look too bad. I mean, it's it's got a picture of the robot. It's very uh, pretty detailed. You can see all the wires inside. And again, all the presentation up until you play the game looks promising, right? But um. But really, you look on the front of the uh, cover, it doesn't even say what it is on the front. It just has all the pictures. It only says Heavy Nova on the top of the label. Well, I found out you what the, the doll stands for. Oh, it's, it's always got a... It's got one is it of a, those is it Yes, yes. Defensive, yes. offensive, lethal, liberator. <laughs> that makes total sense. That's just like Junker and Snatcher, where it's just like... Junker, unified, naked, kind... Enforcer yeah. Ranger. <laughs> Let's just throw a bunch of sci-fi words together into a word, to an acronym. That'll, that'll be great. There was a there was an office of uh, or an episode of uh, Thirty Rock. You guys ever watch that show? I with, still haven't seen that show. With Liz Lemon. Well, she was at a. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Six Sigma. I, I'm actually a black belt in Six Sigma, but they, it's like a, a lean methodology for you me. Any cool moves? I do. No, every, every time I say that, people are like, "What kind of martial arts that?" Like, well, it's not a martial art, but uh, it's not. It's uh, a process management. There you go. PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, a, I'm a black belt. Anyways, she was in Six Sigma training, and uh, it was like the ne- the next station is lunch. So she walks into lunch, and lunch actually was another acronym for like leading underneath new. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I love acronyms. I love backronyms, where it's not ri- like it wasn't an acronym, <laughs> but like someone says, "Well, no, it's actually an acronym, and it stands for this." Like, there's some been some bands like that, where it's like their name really didn't mean anything, um, but someone went back and said, "Oh no, it means a fire inside." Or I I don't remember what band it was, um, where they did that. I think it was like a KMD, like that industrial band. Uh, where yeah, people will be like they'll just make up their own acro- acronyms for them and say yeah, that's what it was the whole time. Sure. Like CKY can't kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the only song I know by that. I, know. I used to I used to be able to play that. That was a heck of a guitar riff. Love that. Right. So let's talk about our favorite guitar riffs of all time. Let's talk about. Let's play them, man. Let's go. All right. How about Black? Brought Dog? out his guitar. How about Black Dog? You like that one? That's a good one. Yeah, I like that song because uh, the time signature is all weird on it. Alright, well let's go on to the fun part of this show. This is called Retrofitted Achievements. The Genesis Gems Retrofitted Achievements. I got some good ones here. I got one, oh. two, three, four, five. Wow. Yeah. So uh, my first one's called "Kick Me in the Face," and this is just buying the game. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you want to go ahead with yours, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so mine is um, Street Fighter Two Championship Edition, uh, Mortal Kombat Two, uh, Primal Rage, 
Eternal Champions, Super Street Fighter 2, um, Samurai Showdown. Oh, I'm so, I, sorry. I'm just listing off games that, that are on the Sega Genesis. They're way better than this one that are fighting games. Uh, you, you wanted it in a cheap. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't bring any of those to the table. But I can list off better fighting games if you want. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Like um, Time Killers, even. Fatal Fury 2. Even Fatal Pit Fury. Fighter is better than this game. <laughs> I, you're, I, I like Pit Fighter. I have a soft spot for Pit I Fighter. I like Pit Fighter. Everyone <laughs> thinks it's, it's the worst game now. No. You get, you get, but you when get I was a kid, and hit all three buttons and do that cool kick. I mean, that's, that's awesome. On. Yeah. We will talk about that game, and it will be a, it will divide. It will be a civil war up in the we, Genesis. Oh, Genesis. we gotta do that soon. We gotta do that. Soon. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. I have very fond memories of that game. <laughs> there was gonna be a Pit Fighter too. Oh man. Uh, anyways, I didn't. I seriously didn't have any achievements. Uh, no, okay. I had one along the lines of yours, and I was like, no. <laughs> it's so, not. Uh, it's not worth an achievement. <laughs> no. Your achievement is that you listen to our podcast all the way through. That's the achievement. <laughs> and we appreciate you for it. A winner is you. That's right. <laughs> so what you got, Landon? I had only one, and it was uh, do it like MJ, unintentionally moonwalk in the middle of a street Ooh, fight. Yep, yep. Yes, you I can got, do that. I got one similar. Uh, mine was called Billie Jean performing the moonwalk. Um <laughs> This game, this this next one's called Daniel Tolan Eat Your Heart Out, and this this was a, uh, the game was so bad I didn't even bother changing the perspective to four three. But I think I played this sixteen by nine also. I, I really did play it sixteen by nine. Um, Not that it made it any more cinematic. No, 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 no. Uh, my next one's called Know Your Roll and Shut Your Mouth, and this is getting hurt by a rock. And, uh, <laughs> Like, literally, there's these rocks that fall down, which they hurt you. All right, Jabroni. Jabroni. All right, Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that achievement, Aaron? It doesn't matter what uh, you think about it. No! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, but there's literally rocks that fall from the ceiling, and they, they land on you, which makes sense they hurt. But they're just laying there, and you walk into them, and it hurts you. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, hey. Hey, Nick. Yes. Can you smell... <laughs> What the rock's been cooking? I can smell. It's gar- garbage. But uh, my last one's just called Nap Time. This is falling down in the boss battle and not getting up for five minutes. Speaking of nap time, I actually fell asleep while playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. Well, I can't say that. I-, I fall asleep during good games. I have a bad habit of like playing PlayStation 4 in my recliner and getting really far back in the recliner and then just falling asleep with the controller on my chest. Happens all the time. <laughs> so I can't say too much, but anyways, let's let's rush Virtual right. Fighter Two, um, <laughs> Dragon the Bruce Lee story, even Double Dragon Five. Ooh, um, and that was hard to say. Like I got a little bit of sick in my mouth saying that. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, yeah, it just gets gross after this. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about this game. Let's ask a really dumb question. Is this game a gem? Is this game a Genesis gem? Is it good? Or is it garbage? The Moby Rank for this game. 
Any guesses? I just want to want to hear what you all think. What do you think, Moby? Like, what do you think overall critic score was for this out of a hundred? I'm gonna say they're gonna give it like uh, a nice high thirties. I'll say ten. Ten. <laughs> I think. Well, if this were Price is Right, uh, Landon would win. It was twenty nine out of a hundred. Ah oh, man, see you, you always go like I should have gone with like nine, or no, oh. I should have gone with a uh, nineteen, <laughs> twenty nine. You should have been like one dollar, twenty nine, ninety nine, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. <laughs> right. All right. A very interesting review came from Entertainment Weekly in nineteen ninety two. This is funny. What? Yeah. No. Oh. It says Heavy Nova's high stepping stainless steel robot hero may have a certain wacky appeal. If Michael Jackson were the Terminator, this is what his skeleton would look like. But it, but also has the most ponderous, difficult to master move this side of Tai Chi of a Tai Chi tournament. I, I'm kind of wondering if that's even real. Did that really come from Entertainment Weekly? <laughs> I wonder. Man, I wonder if this game would have been better um, with the activator. <laughs> I wonder. Play it on a power pad. <laughs> Probably get better control responses. <laughs> Probably have more fun, even if you can't hook the controller up. <laughs> We never used a power pad the way it was intended. My brother now used to grab those no, giant. I'm like, sure you played it like it was a bongo. Well, I don't know why Air we did bongo. this. We had these two giant George the Animal Steel uh, rubber wrestling figures. They're you know the, the real big ones. We would pound them on the pad as fast as we could. I don't know why we did that, but we did. All right. <laughs> Anyways, here are some listener responses, and this is pretty good, guys. Really, stay tuned for this one. Uh, Cameron Warbay says, "Never played it, but I don't need to. All signs point to extreme." barf garbage. Uh, Steven Kyer says, it has 8 megabit memory. Must be a gem. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, wait. Go back to Cameron. He said barf garbage. Does that mean it's barfage? Barfage. Barfage. I think you just came up with a new term. Extreme barf garbage. So, X (laughs) X barfage. Alright. So, Alex Burr has two comments. The first one says, it's the worst game on the Genesis. And then Alex Burr says, I just can't think of a game that's worse. Perhaps Dino Land? <laughs> and uh, Freddy Velasquez says, I remember this game being hyped up before released. Hype up, hyped up garbage. Um, Mario Guerra, I always want to say that. I think they call him Super Mario. I have it garbage. Atari games are better than this. <laughs> uh, Daniel Tolan says, underrated. Best game ever. <laughs> and there's a video. I'm going to click it real quick. See this will probably come over. 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100, best game, best game. <laughs> That'll probably play over my recording, but it's the guy going, best game, best game, best game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's his face? Yeah. Can't, can't remember his name right now, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, Matt Daly says, I'm sorry to say, I got a copy. I'm sorry to say I got a copy of this game recently, and it's absolute trash. Slaughter Sport was better. To be fair, I didn't give it much of a chance, but I wanted to throw the card across the room after about 15 minutes of trying to play it. And yes, I read the instructions. Um, <laughs> let's see. Joe Copel says, Well, this sounds like dying cats and children. It looks horrendous. And I honestly have nothing nice to say about it. The controls really kill this, though. Um, Marlon Popuchet says, Rubbish. Carbia Yon. Definitely the latter. I'd rather play Target Earth, Cybernator, Ranger X, Cyborg Justice, Exo Squad, and Tech Romancer 45,000 times over. Joshua Witt says, Chevy Nova. <laughs> uh, Lon Simon says, yeah, but it has 8 bit, eight megabit memory. That must have been a big deal. And then Stephen Michael says, I've never played this game, but graphically speaking, it looks okay. Although from what everyone else is saying, I guess this game is garbage. 
Yeah, hey, right? you know what? I remembered. Uh... Oh, was that the last one? Well, there's a... yeah, that's it. Okay, I was just gonna say I remember uh, one another bad fighting game for the system, um, and I don't know why I couldn't think of the title, but it was Beast Wrestler. Beast Wrestler, yeah. Beast Ooh, Wrestler. Yeah. Oh, with the bad hit detection. Yeah, it was renovation, so you're thinking, oh man, it's gonna be pretty good. It was, like, it was all isometric, right? Yeah, the music was pretty good if I remember right, but the gameplay was just ah. The cover art. Uh, the cover art's wonderful. I just googled it. Oh. Uh, no, the other the other thing I want to mention was uh, you'd mentioned Marlin. Uh, so Marlin is a good buddy of mine. Uh, Marlin, Popesh- I think it's Popeche. Um, he actually just started a YouTube channel, um, and he's also a musician buddy of mine. Uh, but cool. he started a YouTube channel called Mega Drive Profile, and um, I'll have to find a link to it. But um, the first game he covered was Alien Soldier, uh, which is a really good treasure game um, that was only released over in America on the Sega channel. Um, so, but it eventually did come to like the Wii Virtual Console, and I think like different Genesis collections. Anyways. Worth checking out. I'll make sure we throw a link into the show so you can check him out. He also go, goes by Urban Flow uh, on SoundCloud and does a lot of really cool Sega Genesis music. So he is a Sega fan for life. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely do yes, that. Sir. I'll grab that link from you and we'll stick it in the show notes. Yeah, what's interesting is I've talked to him before. Uh, He's he's one like where he's trying to go back and play more non Sega Genesis systems of that time, because he literally like all he grew up with was Sega Genesis, um, and, and so like when I say well have you played like Super Nintendo much? He said not really. Um, so it's really interesting that like everything you know growing up for him was kind of colored by his memories of the Sega Genesis. So huh. pretty cool. That's cool. All right. All right. Any last words? <laughs> the last words. I guess we gotta. Throw the gavel down and stuff. Um, what do you I, want to put on your tombstone? Uh, <laughs> rust in peace. <laughs> Sorry. Rust in peace. Or that time that Aaron forgot that it was Mega Death. <laughs> That's all right. I understand. There's, there's a so big... you know, Dave Mustaine was actually in Metallica. That's right. That's right. He was. That's right, he was. And I think... Uh, he, he wrote most of the Kill em All album and even some of Ride of Lightning. Master isn't there like video footage of him crying? Oh, yeah. In that one Metallica documentary, I, I love that one where he and a uh, Lars are talking, and Dave Mustaine's like, "It just wasn't fair, Lars." <laughs> like it was. <laughs> I'm like, "You guys play heavy metal music. Stop whining." <laughs> He's still butthurt about it. Oh, it's great. great. It's great. <laughs> I mean, he, he put Megadeth together as like a in your face to Metallica. <laughs> it was so good though. Like, um, countdown to. Are, they arguably put. I'm gonna catch crap for this. Uh, Megadeth. I think some of their songs just sound... They definitely sound better than later Metallica to me. Um, like, like I, I think I prefer Metallica more than Megadeth, but the album Countdown to Extinction trumps any Metallica album. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Absolutely. Riff for riff, uh, I think so. And just having two fantastic guitar players did it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. Back to Genesis Gems, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about Metallica and... <laughs> Mega Death. Yes. <laughs> so, so is this game? Say Mega Dork. So, what is this game? I'm gonna say garbage. It's the worst game we've covered so far. It's worse than Last Battle. It's worse than Slaughter Sport. I'm giving it a big garbage. Sounds good. How about you, Landon? I give it to you. 
Uh, yeah, I'll give it a garbage. The only good thing it did was it reminded me that I wanted to go finish watching This Is Final Tap the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I have to say it's, it's definitely garbage. Um, I did want to bring up one other point, though. Um, something you said, Nick, earlier. I have to call you out for this. Oh, no. Did you say Regime? I'm pretty sure I said that. And then I... Are you going to fix that in post? Probably not. You mean re- regime? Regime. Resume. <laughs> I noticed when I said it, I said it wrong, and I probably just try to use a different word. It's like when spell check doesn't fix what you're trying to say. It's like I'll be there tomorrow. Spell check for your brain. I'll be there next week. <laughs> you just you just <laughs> change what you said. It's like spell check. Dwig it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, hey, my three year old, my four year old son just woke up. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What'd you think of Heavy Never? Oh, nothing. It's crap. He's just laying on it's my. It's the worst game ever. He's just sitting on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Why, Daddy? Why? Daddy, why? Why are you the way you are? Because <laughs> of Heavy Nova, son. That's why. <laughs> I've seen things. <laughs> Alright. I've tried to play things. I think the show has just fallen apart. On my end, anyways. We can't go back! I can't say <laughs> I can't say regime. It's all resume. It's French. French. Alright, guys. <laughs> just like this game is garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Alright, what should we call it the show? I don't even know what to do now. Yeah, this is the awkward silence episode. Alright, well, with that, we'll Love catch it. you all later. How about that? Later, guys. <laughs> yeah, <bye. laughs>